Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. Welcome back and thank you so much for joining us. Our travel feature today is much ado about Mozambique. It is Travel Tuesday and they do say that charity begins at home, right? So we're going to start right here in what is affectionately known as the motherland. Uh, last week we took you to Zimbabwe. Today we take you to our other neighbor. Ne? So if Zimbabwe is next door, Mozambique is next of next door, as we say in the township. But just around the corner uh, from where we are, not too far away, is beautiful. Moz. Uh, so we're going to discuss that now with travel consultant and CEO of Alegna Travel, Angela Kassara. Angela, very good afternoon to you. Welcome. Afternoon, Ayanda. Should I be saying Comistash? Yes. Com- <laughs> oh gosh, no, I don't speak Portuguese. Don't worry. That's, yes. the, that's as far as I go. That's yeah. as far as I go. And then people yes. say, oh, you speak Portuguese? And they go on and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. That's yeah, it. No, that's true, when I'm just true, trying true. to impress you. Yeah. No, I mean, when people meet me, they speak many languages, so you never right? know. Yeah. yeah, you look like you could pull, pull mm. off a good uh, Portuguese absolutely. accent, right? Yeah, I could. Eh? Yeah, yeah, you I could. That's a conversation for next time. But we do know that Mozambique has had uh, its fair share of, of troubles over the legs, uh, last few weeks uh, that cyclone ravaged uh, that particular part of the mm-hmm. few p- areas of the country but devastating uh, effect especially when we look at the lives lost so I suppose one would want to know if it is still open for business um, can we still go to Mozambique? Absolutely. It is just the coastal side of Beira that has been affected by the cyclone about 90% of the city has been uh, destroyed, but I mean, only one million have been really affected by it. I mean, the population is about 30 million, 31 million to be precise, for Mozambique. So definitely, uh, there is a lot of tourism in all the other provinces. So mm-hmm. definitely, I would say that um, it is open for business and for tourism. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd assume they'd need all the support that they can get in terms of income that's uh, tourism or hospitality related just to continue to help them to rebuild and to pick up the pieces. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, tourism is a big stake and I mean, South Africans support Mozambique with their tourism and, and and contributing to the GDP and obviously that will create jobs for the Mozambican population so that should be one of the factors that they should uh, grow and I mean the government is obviously projecting, I mean rather forecasting that they want to increase their, their um, you know, tourism. I mean from 2014 the tourism has grown significantly. Mm-hmm. They've had more traffic coming in inbound travel. And uh, I mean, it has substantially grown from 2017. Currently, we're standing at about 1.5 million a year mm-hmm. that go into Mozambique and you have your inbound traveling going into Mozambique. So there is great potential there. I mean, there is your Gaza province as well that uh, they really adamant to grow the, the industry in terms of the tourism in that sector. Yeah. In terms of health and safety, I know that there was a cholera outbreak that uh, they are trying to contain right now. But in general, even over and above uh, the cyclone, just your precautionary measures when going to Mozambique, it is a malaria area. Some parts mm, are. Yes, so what, yes. do I, what do I need to make sure that I've done just in the build up to my trip? Maybe I'm going there in a month or two. 
Well, with the cholera outbreak, it was really because of the cyclone, mm. uh, you know, because the water was contaminated and a lot of people were affected. Mm. I mean, on ground, it is really bad as opposed to the visuals we see on yeah. television. So it has really uh, uh, affected many. But there's a lot of human humanitarian aid that has gone to Mozambique to assist, especially South Africans. I mean, we've had many people going through yeah. and supporting yeah. with uh, medical aid, uh, food, supply, etc., just to ensure that, you know, your Mozambican people are taken care of uh, with this whole uh, cyclone issue. And then with malaria, I mean, you need to take precaution because you, I mean, I've been there. You can take a chance, go there in and out. It didn't affect me. As long as you apply your, what they call it, um, mosquito uh, protect, uh, uh, repellent and you use your nets, that should work. And uh, you need to uh, obviously have your yellow card, but I don't think it's so... Uh, it's not really uh, mandatory for South Africans, but you could get it and also get your malaria if you uh, just for safety, just to make sure that you are safe. So you don't get uh, any malaria. You don't want to come back feeling a bit off. <laughs> Look, no, I'd agree with you fully. A lot of people do say you can take your chances, but if you don't take any uh, precautions in terms of the medication, then make sure you apply your, you know, insect repellent or mm. you have your nets. Um, so, so we'll see. I don't know if I'm a scary cat just yet. <laughs> I'm probably one of those who are going to get injected for everything. I'm so paranoid. In the build up, yeah. yeah, in the build up as well. But yes. I've never been to Mozambique. Mm-hmm. I think the closest I've ever been to is just viewing it uh, from Bumalanga Lebombo. Is it Komatipo to the border? Um, that's also close to uh, Swaziland. So Mm -hmm. that's about as far as I've been. Mm -hmm. But I am interested in the sights and the sounds, Mm -hmm. uh, in in the culture there and and, and what one can get up to in Mozambique. So we're going to take a a quick break now. And when we come back, we'll get into all that and more. Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. All right, let's continue our trek to Mozambique. I've heard tales of delicious seafood, boat cruises, sunsets and beach parties. But what else can one get up to in Mozambique? Well, uh, Mozambique has really diversified. It has a very rich culture. And I mean, when we look back into the uh, colonization with Mozambique, when Vasco da Gama came in in the 15th century, there's a lot of Portuguese influence in Mm. terms of their dishes, their spices. They, you know, they use a lot of piripiri and, you know, the famous Portuguese chicken that we also love Mm -hmm. and their prawns that, you know, just has this, uh, you know, Piri-piri uh, hot food that they love. And then we also have your Arabs that influence the area as well. So you have Arab dishes as well that are influenced by your Arabs. And, I mean, the prawns, your shellfish and prawns, which we all love, which is crayfish and prawns, that's mm. the most uh, famous and, and the best prawn so far in the world, shellfish that we know in Mozambique. And, I mean, you can enjoy fish because it's in abundance, especially in the coastline. So uh-huh. you would find a lot a lot of that. And it's quite cheap. It's significantly cheap. And we know that most um, Mozambicans are quite uh, poor. So what they do is they have staple foods such as your mealy meal and meat and then your vegetable mm-hmm. stews. But I mean, you find along the coast where a lot of people will actually up for fish. So it's fresh fish. They go out fishing. Mm-hmm. Very simple life. You know, they, they're quite simple in that sense that they you know, don't really, uh, they're not as extravagant as we are back here at home. So mm-hmm. we're very blessed mm-hmm. 
to be South Africans and we should really, because I mean, traveling is an eye opener as well. So I would say that trying the fish, the, the shellfish, the prawns, the fresh fish, and also the local markets would be the best place ah, to go to. Uh-huh. I mean, they have ladies that cook it. Uh, they it put some lemon, some piri piri and some garlic. And it's really traditional dishes that are so delicious and so juicy. So I had that when I went to Mozambique uh, not so long ago in December mm-hmm. in Berlin in the Gaza province. Uh, that was really uh, uh, an experience because we had a whole lot and the quantities, quantities are quite huge. So you better mm-hmm. have a huge appetite when you, you go re- to Mos. You realize it's yes. lunchtime, oh, right? Yes, it's absolutely. lunchtime. Now yes, for a lot yes. of us are thinking, oh, I don't know about that lunch that yes, I've just hey, packed you must now eat. You must eat because you I'm there, now yeah. craving <laughs> seafood. Yeah. So so definitely, definitely the, the food that's there as well. In terms of cultural sites, um, uh, maybe the hot spots that people can 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 look into when you're in Moss? Uh, well, as I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, from the colonization yes. um, of, of Mozambique that happened, you know, in the 15th century, then later when they had independence in 1975, uh, Samara Mashal was the first president after they gained independence. So with that, I mean, I know that the, I've been to the statue in downtown, uh, mm. it is called the independent, in the, at the independent square rather, where you'll find the Samara Mashal statue, mm. which is quite significant in our history and the heritage of Mozambique. And then the cathedral is one of the places that you could actually go to for sightseeing and so on. We also have your other areas such as your... Uh, islands that are there, like your popular island, which is the, I can't really pronounce it, I'm not great at that, but mm-hmm. I will try, which is the Bazaruto mm-hmm. Archipelago, which is uh, the main tourist attraction in Mozambique, and a lot of people go there. So it has extensive coral reefs, um, hosts a dazzling array of unique marine life, and offer unbelievable diving, fishing holidays in Mozambique. So that oh. could be one of the things you could do. And then we also have eco-friendly tourism, which okay. is in the top part of Mozambique, which is the other provinces north up, which you can go to. Uh, it is Cabo, one of the provinces there. And it's known for its conversa- uh, conver- um, sorry, conservation, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> safari and, you know, like activities such as fishing and so on. So those are the areas you could look at. There are many, many places. Yeah. In, I mean, they have like 10, 10 provinces in, in Mozambique as a whole. So so that's that sounds incredible if you're mm-hmm. traveling for leisure. Mm-hmm. I want to find out what infrastructure is like for maybe the business tourists, um, mm-hmm. the transport infrastructure, uh, hotels. Mm-hmm. Is it a, a, a service-driven tourism sector in Mars? The roads, well, is relative. I mean, you find some areas where the roads could uh, mm. be not as, uh, I mean, uh, not as, uh, what you call it, as... Done. I mean, not as, uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, it's not very user-friendly. Yeah, user, user-friendly yeah, and yeah. Uh, infrastructure is not built well. So you yeah. find places like Maputo where you would have the infrastructure that is done well enough for you to travel. I mean, it's yeah. an inroad for trade and you find a lot of trucks that drive to and fro uh-huh. going in. So it's an inroad and a lot of people travel there for business firstly. And then after going for business, you'll find that once you're there for business, you'll ultimately then decide, okay, let me bring my spouse or yes. girlfriend or, or wife yeah, or, happens. you know, friend along because you want to spend a little bit more time on the leisure side of things and just spend more time there. So it does attract leisure, but mostly it's an inroad logistics uh, for, for, for business. 
cost of living there you know you did mention that the food is nice and affordable and mm-hmm. um, if i'm going to buy beadwork there or any uh kind of what can i say memorabilia uh that i'd like to take back home to my family is that affordable do i have to negotiate and say uh don't give me european <laughs> tourist prices or american tourist prices maybe give me like a static tourist price well, you need to be very careful because, I mean, they will always try a hard one on you. And they, I mean, I went to Moz and you always find people, you know, a crowd coming towards you because, I mean, you know, when a, when a state is uh, in poverty or most people are poor in a, in a country, you'll find that that happens a lot, especially, I mean, you find it in Egypt and many other places as well. Uh, it is very affordable. You just need to know what the prices are there. You just need to be more educated, do a little bit more research, get to know someone that actually lives there or has been there that can actually give you tips because mm. they will try and cheat you or charge you more than they should. So they always give you an exorbitant amount uh, because they just, uh, you know, assess that you're not really from there and they would then just try and, and, and you know, um, get away with it. So, but relatively it is it is quite affordable. Uh, it's not expensive to travel to Mozambique. It's more like going to Durban, really. You can drive there, you can fly there. And I mean, right now we have Ethiopian Airline that has opened in eight domestic destinations. So it's Maputo, it's Nam, uh, Nampula, Mpembe, Beira, Nakala, and so on. So you can uh, obviously fly or drive. Most people drive as well. Uh, mm. Just make sure that you have all your documentation ready for your car registrations and all of that. I mean, that's 150 or 120 when you're at the border. They could charge you more. So just be careful on that point of knowing that, you know, how much it would cost you to get there. It's it's quite affordable. Yeah, very important because yes. when you are crossing that border, you must know exactly yes. what it is that you're going to be required to <laughs> produce because mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, you end up paying oh, yeah. for all Tr- sorts trust of things. Trust me, trust me. Right? I, I know. I mean, I mean, even with SIM cards, they can tell you it's uh, 200 rands at the border. Maputo, and actually it's 50 rands when you really convert it to medical in their currency. So yeah, so you really have to watch out. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still affordable. It's not as as pricey, you know, as as other destinations. Yeah, absolutely. And very quickly, I mean, I'm glad you speak of rands. Do they? Can you trade um, with rands? Uh, no, it's illegal. You uh, it's yeah. illegal. You can only do it at a hotel. Okay. Or at a bank. Um, it you could get arrested for it. It's illegal to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good point to know. Yeah. So you need to ensure that you 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 change it at a hotel, at a bank, and um, or you can carry, or you can change it here first before you actually before arrive you to your destination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, very quickly, some final do's and don'ts. What you would advise if there are a group of girls who want to go on a girls uh, trip away over the weekend uh, to mm-hmm. Mozambique, or maybe some guys. I can hear the guys say, "Hi, what about us? What about us?" Uh, maybe some guys want to go and 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 visit there for a couple of days. What would you say are the top few do's? Uh, maybe don'ts. What would you advise? Please don't argue with officers you know, your road traffic officers because they will really, really put you in your place. They'll make it very hard for you. A lot of South Africans drive there and they always have a hard time going through through yeah. that side. So just be just be courteous, but just be, you know, humble. I think traveling you always have to immerse yourself in the culture, get to understand people. Uh 
don't be uppity. You know, you're just there to explore and really experience the country for what it is and get to know the people. So I would say that really be open, be open to everything. Explore. Don't just go into your room for a business meeting and don't explore. I'm one for exploration. I love adventure. I love going out to see what's there and sightseeing and everything. So I would say that just be open-minded about everything you do and really understand the culture. Mm. Love it, love it, love it. It's definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> it's on my to-do list. Ah, mm. oh, I can't wait. Thank you very much for You're your welcome. Emperor Travel uh, Consultant and a CEO of Alegna Travel, Angela Casara. Thank you very much for your time. And we're going to wrap up this Thanks, conversation Amber. with one of my favorite songs <laughs> by Mama Africa herself. Oh, and it's very fitting because it speaks about Mozambique, among other beautiful, beautiful countries here on our continent. Mm-hmm. SAFM, setting the nationwide agenda daily. Daily. So just as we thought we had come back home to South Africa safe and sound and that that conversation was nicely wrapped up and we can move on. And then comes the flood of questions from a number of people via our text line. They want to know uh, one or two more questions. So I had to go and drag Angela halfway down the corridor to say, come back. You also didn't leave your contact details. Uh, very quickly, if you want one or two questions answered as well, 40938 is our SMS line. That's Four zero nine three eight, and of course our WhatsApp number zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Give us a call on zero eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. And very quickly before I let you go, because some of these questions I have no idea <laughs> how to answer. I'm going to scroll and try and find the first one, and I think this one just concurs with what you had to say a little bit earlier. This is from Dumi. Dumi says, um, Mars's tourism will really grow if they can only stamp out their bribery and their thousands of roadblocks and petty checking of vehicles. You did say that, hey, just watch what you say to the traffic officials mm-hmm. because they don't take too kindly uh, to our assertiveness as South Africans. I'll put it as assertiveness and not jajarachness. Mm-hmm. Um, but very quickly, so so, so Dumi is of the view that things would uh, bode much better for, for Mars if it were not for those uh, checks and uh, bribery as well. Is there, is there something that we can look into there in terms of, I don't know, corruption on the road to do they also want cool drink, uh, the, 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 the traffic officials there? Uh, well, I don't want to say much about that, but I think everyone that travels would know that there are certain cases where you would be asked for such, but um, I'm not at liberty to actually discuss that liberally. But uh, yeah, you just need to watch what you say and just be careful. That's all I can say. For yeah, now. yeah, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> yeah. And then also, uh, Kanjo, Kanjo says, is there a part of the beach in Mozambique where half-dressed people are not allowed? <laughs> I have I've never uh, come across that, but I look into it. I've never really uh, I don't know about a, a, a beach like that in Mozambique. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know who would be thinking about that this time. Yeah, you never know. Mm. You know, in the People weather, have is, funny, weather funny is ways. Yes, like it's this. winter now, so it's winter. <laughs> don't play games with us. But very yeah. quickly, are, are there any rules or just the usual rules? I suppose when you're on the beach, you're allowed to consume alcohol there. Um, what What are some of the do's and don'ts on the beaches that you know of? Because of course, mm. it's more than one. Generally, you wouldn't be allowed to do that. You just need to watch your intake. Uh, just be responsible. 
uh, citizen and I mean if you're a visitor as well you need to be responsible so I would say that you you really have to watch that uh, I mean with the general beach rules that we would adhere to for each uh, country so we just need to adhere to that and watch that I mean but you do find private beaches I mean uh, one beach that I went to I mean I visited the San Martino uh, clubhouse, I mean, um, sorry, club, which is in the Gaza province. It's in Bileni. And they have a private beach. So you do have instances where you have a private beach and you're able then to entertain and have fun, but obviously moderately. So there's no ex- public access to such beaches. So you have options like that. I mean, to go to get to Berlin, you go through Mozambique. It's about 140 kilometers away from Maputo, which is a city center. So, yeah, you have those options as well if you really want to have that uh, pr- privacy as well. Hmm. Mm. Very quickly, how do we find you? Where do we find you? Uh, you can contact me on my WhatsApp number, which is 084-535-8857. And our website is www.alegnatravel.com. Well, Alegna is actually Angela, spelt in reverse. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we have specials that are coming up and we'll be having specials to Durban and so forth and so forth. So we'll be upgrading our website soon for promos. You can check it out uh, in the meantime time we be upgrading our website for further till further uh, promotions come up awesome so it's www.alegnatravel.co.za or .com 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 yes and then that uh, whatsapp number 084-535-8857 correct okay goodbye for real this time (laughs) unless another earth shattering uh, question comes to which I have no answer Uh, and if that happens then we'll just have to send you uh, whatsapp or we'll just have to find you on the website but thank you very much once again uh, from Alegna Travel Angela Kassara Uh, she's a travel consultant and the CEO of that travel company thank you very much for that which then thank you you. I've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation and it brings us to top of the hour two o'clock let's check in with the latest news